Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, December the 12th of the third week of Advent. It is also the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And it's very interesting and uh, significant that we have celebrated two Marian feasts during this particular month of December as we prepare for the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in Bethlehem, in less than two weeks. The first, of course, was the Immaculate Conception on December the 8th, and today, December the 12th, is the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, it's interesting and important that Our Lady of Guadalupe, the Blessed Mother, chose to appear in the Americas, uh, in Mexico, to a uh, person named Juan Diego. And at the time, he had, uh, his uh, uncle had been seriously ill. And the Blessed Mother appeared to him and indicated that uh, his uncle would be healed. And uh, she made a request that at his recovery, they would begin the building and would complete a church to be built uh, at that particular site, of which there is a beautiful church there uh, today. And also significant is that Our Lady of Guadalupe, the Blessed Mother, appeared speaking to Juan Diego in his native language in the New World. The reason why that's significant is because it indicated that the good news, the good news of healing, of salvation, his uncle was healed on the physical level. We prepare for the birth of Christ, who will heal us in our total being. It also indicates that we turn to the Blessed Mother who advocates for us and who channels God's graces that we need each day, that worst we may continue our journey to the holy city of Bethlehem with the Holy Family in preparation for Christmas, the birth of our Lord and Savior, and also in our daily needs to pause each day and lift our minds and hearts to Almighty God through the intercession of the Blessed Mother who is there to show us and to be with us with God's maternal love, God's love of a mother that's exemplified in the Blessed Mother. And an appropriate reading this morning is selected for this particular feast from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 47. It is one of the joyful mysteries of the rosary. It is the visitation. Immediately after the Annunciation, after the angel Gabriel announces to the Blessed Mother, to Mary, that the Lord has selected her of all the women to be the one in whom his beloved Son and our Lord and Savior would be born, would be conceived and 
would come into the world uh, through Mary, through Mary. And the angel Gabriel also informs Mary, as you know, that Elizabeth, her kinswoman, who is very advanced in age, she is too old to bear a child. Her husband, Zechariah, same condition. But with God, nothing is impossible. And of course it is in that uh, Elizabeth and Zechariah's conception through the power of God that coming forth will be John the Baptist, the great herald, the last of the great prophets who will point to the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. We know that St. John the Baptist is a powerful and towering figure in this season of Advent. He is the voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight his paths, repent and reform, for the kingdom of God is at hand and the Messiah is in our midst. And John indicates that he is not worthy to unfasten the straps on Jesus' feet, for he points he is the herald, the one who announces the Messiah. Time and again, he says, I am not the Messiah. I am not the one. I am the voice. I am the herald. And so are each of us in our own part of our world that the Lord has assigned to us to herald each day that the Lord is with us and the Lord is for us. That the wood of the cross and the wood of the crib are one. God with us, Emmanuel, and God for us. For it is on the cross that our sins are forgiven, our guilt washed away, and we are reconciled to Almighty God and have the hope of eternal life and blessedness with God for all eternity. And the Blessed Mother, upon hearing this, she does not wait for Elizabeth to come to her. Elizabeth is too old, can't travel that distance. The roads are rough. There's no Uber or whatever that thing is that drives you around. There's no car and all of that kind of stuff. But, Elizabeth, but Mary makes haste. St. Luke says, in haste, she leaves to be with Elizabeth because Elizabeth is going to need, is going to need someone to help her during this time as she prepares for the delivery of John the Baptist to help Zachariah as well. And so she forgets herself. She's not self-absorbed. She not says, well, gee, I'm the one who's going to receive the Messiah. Elizabeth should be coming to me. I'm at the top of the heap. I'm sitting on the mountain. Elizabeth is just giving birth to the herald. I am the mother of the one who will be the herald, the Messiah. None of that. None of that is present. She's not self-important. But what does she do? She forgets herself. 
and she immediately goes to the aid of one who is in need. She is the perfect disciple because that's what we are called to do and to be. We are called to forget ourselves each day, not be self-absorbed, self-preoccupied, self-important. We are called to be men and women for others as God is for us, with us and within us. And Mary, Mary gives us that beautiful example. You know, we are involved at this time of the year in giving and receiving things, sometimes too much, but that's what we do. We're so busy with many things. But let us be busy about bringing the Lord. That's the most important thing. And we don't wait for Christmas for that. We don't wait for a special season. Each day in our life, we can visit. And when we visit, we can bring the Lord. By the recognition that the Lord is within each and every one of us through our baptism, that in his birth, we are reborn. We are born to forget ourselves so that in forgetting ourselves, we truly find ourselves. In dying to ourselves, we truly live. We live for God and others. And in that, we truly become all that God ever meant us to be in happiness and in blessedness when we forget ourselves. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, the only true gift is the gift of oneself. Almighty God gives himself completely in the crib in Bethlehem. And so each day we are called to give ourselves in our own little Bethlehem and to place ourselves in that little empty crib as an offering to God by serving and caring for others, whether it be prayer or some form of assistance for those around us who may need a visitation, who may need us to visit, even if it's just to say hello, or if we're not physically able to write a letter, make a phone call, what have you. Thinking of them, praying for them, that we may have let long pass or slip by, all of those things that we're going to do tomorrow, which tomorrow becomes the busiest day of our life. But it is now, this day, this moment, that the Lord calls us to be one with the Blessed Mother in visiting, either physically or through prayer, those who may be in need. So today is an important day, today that indicates that God's unbounded love is for all nations and all peoples in God's creation. God is the universal Savior, not of a few, but of all who come to him in spirit and in truth. What a wonderful season it is, for his Lord visits us. So we are invited to turn to the Lord and bring the Lord to those whom we may visit, not merely with store-bought gifts, but with the gift of God himself.
in us and through us to give for eternity. It has no expiration date. It's not in a catalog or on television. It comes from our heart and from Almighty God. So on this day, we lift our minds and hearts in glory, praise, and thanksgiving to God for the gift of the Blessed Mother and for the Blessed Mother's appearance as Our Lady of Guadalupe. May we this day be one with the Blessed Mother to the glory of God. And may we visit in prayer or in person those who are in need and give the true and lasting gift, the gift of God and the gift of ourself in love. God bless you.